flock. This will not be a war of heroes. Nations will slaughter each other while we get rich. This is going to be fun. Keep me locked away as the world burns. Son, the truth is the world is ruled by corruption and greed. We must do something. Certainly. We are the first independent intelligence agency. Refined but brutal. Civilized, but merciless. Welcome to the club. Very clever. It's time to pour fuel on the fire <laughs> of revolution. Yes, my shepherd. Welcome, Englishman. Rasputin, your reputation precedes you. Watching 30 movies. I'm back doing 30 podcasts. This is the ninth year of movie month. Please listen all June. All June.
Saturday night, and I'm gonna get some supper or dinner, whatever you wanna call it. That's what I'm off to do. Happy movie month, everybody. Happy Saturday. Happy day 18 of movie month, where today I watched The Kingsman. Not Kingsman, but The King's Man. A 2021 prequel to the uh, original two Kingsmen from director Matthew Vaughn and uh, based on the comic book by Mark Miller. Don't let the spelling fool you. He pronounces it Miller. It's Miller time for the third or perhaps fourth time of Movie Month over the years. Um... Did Mark Miller write the kind of the X-Men that became first class? I don't know the answer to that. But I know that Matthew Vaughn directed X-Men First Class, a, um, a fine motion picture that I covered maybe my first movie month ever. Can you believe part of movie month was also uh, an excuse to get caught up on the X-Men movies? Which, I have to say, some I enjoyed much better than others, including that last one. <laughs> uh, but I did. This also allowed me to uh, see multiple Matthew Vaughn movies, including The Kingsman, Secret Service, The Kingsman, Golden Compass. Nah, that's not right. Maybe, uh, and The King's Man. I've also seen his kick-ass movies and. You see a nice little nod to that with um, a, I don't know if it's a cameo or not, a, a, an actor showing up. And I said, hey, it's kick-ass. And every time I see him, I say, hey, it's kick-ass. This movie uh, is set as a prequel to The Kingsman, which we know as this secret uh, spy agency uh, for England. Uh, but this one, we don't see any of our original actors no Colin Firth, no Taron Egerton. Uh, there, no Mark Strong. I believe he passed in the last one. Part of me thought he was gonna. He was like somehow in this. At one point, I thought it was gonna be him. There's this twist, and it's 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 a twist that is a twist in the movie, but not like a big reveal. Where you go, oh my goodness, he's this guy. It's oh my goodness, it's that guy. Um, this is set back. Where Kingsman, where Kingsman and the Kingsman sequel are modern current times. This is set back in the early 20th century uh, with Ralph Fiennes, Ralph Fiennes, however you pronounce his name, Voldemort. Uh, he plays this dude who is a um, Duke of Oxford. Him and his wife, they don't, they're pacifists, they, they're part of the Red Cross. Uh, they bring their son places, they bring their. their uh, servant, but not quite like their servant. Their whatever they're, the man who helps them in the house um, is a guy that I can't think of the character's name because I never quite understand. Is it Hatsu? Who he? I never remember. It doesn't matter. It's it. Years later, it's it's uh, Jaiman Hunsu, great actor that I've seen in a bunch of movies, and he's just always been always good. Um, and I feel like he should have bigger roles, better roles, uh, but. They're, in, they're caught in a kerfuffle, you could say, and uh, Ray Fine's wife gets um, shotted. That's the 
past tense verb. Of sh- okay, I'm keeping my hands on the steering wheel. Uh, she gets shot and killed in, in front of the kid, her son, who 12 years later grows up to be a guy who wants to go off and see the world and join in, in the World War One. Which is funny. Two days in a row, a, a kid wants to go off and see the bigger world, and the dad doesn't want to let him. And the dad has this secret little life. Um, he his dad's like, I don't want you to have anything to do with this. You are, we are pacifists, and you are staying here. You are not joining any war. You're too young to join the war. Uh, then they come to find out. So we learn. Honestly, I didn't know these things. I didn't know that the like the Kaiser of Germany, uh, um, King. Richard is it King Richard? Did I'm getting it wrong? I don't even know. Maybe I'm wrong. And uh, the Nicholas the Second, they were all cousins. I didn't know that, so I, I learned a little history uh, in in my um, viewing of this movie. Because you, you you've come to understand over the years, I'm a bit of a doofus, and I um, like I can retain certain incredibly unimportant facts. But there are certain, there are things in this world and historical uh, things that I, I don't know about, and I learned from movies such as The King's Man, which is, you know, I'm not giving this movie credit as being some historical uh, fact, but I am giving it credit for teaching this dumb dumb a few things. Uh, like I, when I heard Fern, Franz Ferdinand, I said I know that band. No, I knew it was a guy who I knew I got assassinated, and it's funny that I saw like. Uh, part of his assassination in a time travel television show, Legends of Tomorrow, and a guy throws a bomb, and it was very similar to what I saw in this movie. So the Duke of Oxford, um, I guess he's, he's, you know, he doesn't want to be part of any war or anything, but he goes to hang out with Franz Ferdinand, and he, he's part of, he, he sees the assassination happen, which I think kicks off the World War, and we learn that there's a secret society in the background led by this Scottish guy who we never see his face the entire movie. Uh, but he oversees all these um, people that infiltrate all these different nations, including uh, Rasputin, who this is my second time seeing this actor, who was in Spider-Man Far From Home, I mean Spider-Man, uh, the, the new Spider-Man, Homecoming. He is the lizard. He's barely in it. Uh, he was in The Amazing Spider-Man 1, I want to say. And he uh, plays Rasputin in this, and he's way better in this. And I realize, oh, I saw this guy. Yes, I'll keep my hands on the wheel. Fine. I saw this guy in Notting Hill a million years ago. Okay, I know who this guy is. Um, wait, I just got to pay attention. I'm at a green light. I'm taking a left in front of traffic. Whoa, here I go. Uh, I made it. I made it, guys. Um, so there's this whole secret service. They all share rings with cyanide in them. So that if they fail their missions, they can, you know, cyanide themselves. Um, okay, turn my blinker off, some of my bee. So, I mean, the really, this this is a long movie. A lot happens. Uh, right, all of a sudden, the kid is like, all right, we have to tell, I have to tell you what's going on. And he tells his kid that there's a secret, that he's been working in secret, you know, under the guise of just him and his assistant and his his maid, basically, uh, not his maid, but the housekeeper, whatever they call her. Uh, so it's Jaiman Hansu, this this woman, and him have this underground um, network of of service people who get information, who get the real information. They're trying to stop the war. They're trying to get America to join the war in order to uh, 
Well, they're trying to stop the war and get America to join the war. Two different ways. So first they try to stop the war by killing Rasputin. And then you look up how Rasputin died and it was like poison, this, that. And it's kind of like um, they, they take that and they dramatize it, putting the Kingsmen in. But they take that and kind of, you know, they take the real life thing and do that. They do that a few times. Franz Ferdinand um, and with the cousins, all played by the same actor. The three cousins, the Kaiser, the... Um, the Tsar and the uh, King of England. Um, what the frick am I talking about? Oh, so they go and there's a there's a big fun set uh, action piece of trying to kill Rasputin. It becomes this giant giant dance uh, fight, uh, but he ends up winning, uh, beating him, and somehow Rasputin also cures uh, Ray Fine's leg, which was hurting him since he got shot when his wife got shot a million years ago. Okay, fine. Um, oh, I brought a Diet Coke. I forgot. Okay, wait a minute. I'm driving. I got one finger on my steering wheel. I got holding the recorder in my hand. This is probably not... I'm not sure I'm breaking the law, but I'm definitely um, not being the most responsible driver. And there's my Diet Coke. So, um, they're all happy that they killed Rasputin and they, and, you know, that should aid in maybe getting uh, Russia out of the war. But... And ends up they they start um, they they basically usurp uh, the czar and they put Stalin in there I think is what happens. He also works for this Scottish guy who has this secret society with a with a little like um, shepherd's like whatever the shepherd staff is on each ring on his ring. I don't know. Uh, and then maybe that meant something in the original Kingsman movies, which I've seen them both. I don't remember. I remember Elton John in the last one. And uh, and I remember uh, uh, West Virginia. What I do love is that once again we we do get manners maketh man great, but once again we get looking good, feeling good, and even when he said I go yes, and it's just a little little tie into trading places. Uh, I just love that that he that he continues to do that. Uh, so they kill Rasputin. They're all happy. And the guy's like, great, awesome. He tur- The kid turns 19. He's like, great, now I'm joining the army. They're like, what? I'm joining the army. So Ray finds meets with the king, and king's like, listen, y- y- your kid will be fine. I'll make sure that he gets a desk job, and he'll, he'll be doing nothing. He'll live. Oh, that's great. When the kid finds out, he swaps place with another guy and sends him to go tell his dad, hey, dad, I am uh, I'm still in the war. That guy he switches places with is Archie something or other. He is kick-ass, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who I've been seeing in all these bullet train commercials, the new Brad Pitt movie. Uh, And that's not a Matthew Vaughn movie, is it? No, it's not. Um, I don't know who's directing that movie. Anywho, um, it's funny to see kick-ass with Matthew Vaughn again. Uh, That guy never... I feel like his star should be bigger. He's a good actor. He uh, didn't he hook up with one of his his director who's like way older than him, and they they this this woman and they married. Didn't she direct like Nowhere Boy with where he played John Lennon? I feel like there's that there there's a story there that I I kind of half remember. Anyway, I guess while he's there, he tells the full story of what happened and why he's there. And part of it is your son died in combat. We see that. We see the whole thing that happens, and then we come back, and the guy's still there telling him. Uh, this whole thing's happened now with where there is 
there was a letter. That's right. A letter was intercepted, and they and Ray Fine's group cracks the code that tells of this Russian involvement that the you know, they realize this will get America in the war. They crack it. They still don't believe it. So America is not going in the war. Then uh, while in the war, this kid um, helps a spy over in England, a British spy, a Russian spy for England, whatever, a British spy for Russia. You know what I mean? He helps them get the original letter that, that was written that um, proves beyond a shadow of a doubt, because you can't write new letters, proves that this uh, letter that Russia was doing something untoward that would bring America into the war. Uh, but when he gets back, he goes, I have this. This must get to the English the, the English government, or this must get to the White House. When he gets back, the guy says, what's your name? He goes, my name is Archie, which is the guy he switched places with. And the guy looks at him and he goes, you're not Archie. Archie's my friend. You're a German spy or a Russian German spy, Russian spy, whatever. And boom, kills him right there. Friggin' friendly fire, kills his friend, kills his man. It gets back to Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes becomes a drunken mess and doesn't want to do anything. His his lady friend, uh, uh, his housekeeper, basically kisses him, snaps him, and goes, I quit. And he snaps him into it. Says, this is not the man your son would want to be. And he finally like, all right, boom, let's snap to it. Uh, and he's like, let's get to this. So he shaves. Now he's a he's a good spy. And they realize, what the hell? America still won't join the war. Why is that? Because uh, the president was, was um, he was blackmailed into, um, oh shoot, I'm here already. Okay, I'm here for the pizza place. He, the president was blackmailed by this, one of these uh, 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 bad lady spies um, to, I'm pulling in to this pizza place. I just don't want to crash. He was blackmailed into this, um, into not joining the war. This lady, like, seduced him and got it caught on film. But now they need to get the negative film. So it's another, like, uh, MacGuffin or whatever you call it. They have to get first. They have to uh, stop Rasputin. Nope. Then they have to uh, get this letter, this code. Nope. Then they got to find the note for the code. Nope. Now they got to find, oh, that, that, got, that didn't work because he's being blackmailed. Then they have to go. And uh, and um, get this negative to this film, and it's like I understand why this Rotten Tomato score was only like forty four percent. You know, it wasn't great um, because when I'm thinking about it now, it's like here, nope, this, then nope, this, nope, this. Like the the plot was a little a little um, drudging, trudging. I don't know what it is. A lot like to get to the final set piece with some good action, but it but it's like there's this really fun plane moment where this is called a parachute. You know, this is how you jump out of airplanes. And Diamond Hunts was like, I love you. I'll do anything for you. I ain't doing that. So he has to fly himself over this giant, like, um, think of Devil's Canyon from um, from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Uh, this flat hill where the, where the secret evil uh, uh, base is, where the negative of the film is. And he, there's this stunt where he has to jump out of the plane, but he gets caught. He finally escapes the plane. He has to climb these mountains with these goats. Good action set piece, but when it's all CGI, you know, it just, it it takes away some of the excitement of, wow, how did they do that? Well, I know how they did it. You know, they, they, they animated it. 
And, you know, they green screened it. And that's how movies are done now. So I guess, the you know, except unless you're Tom Cruise, the da- some of the danger is taken out of the – which I guess why, would they, why should there be danger for making a movie? That doesn't make any sense. But um, you know what? I'm going to go get the, the dinner now. I'll be back in a few minutes. Through the power of podcast editing, my car smells so good right now. Not that it didn't smell good before. I'm not, I don't. I don't drive, you know, a stinky car. Um, okay, I just want to make sure no car. I'm backing up like, ooh, right where cars would come in to get more pizza. I had to get a pizza. Um, I got a jalapeno burger, so that should that should really um, agree with my. Tummy, we'll see. Oh, uh, if you must know, it's a place called Grand Finales up here in Salem, New Hampshire. I crossed the state border from Massachusetts to New Hampshire. Thank you. I'm going. You're going to let me go. Uh, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm not gonna edit any of this out. Well, what was I talking about? So, the the big action set piece at the end. It gets to the mo- like. I thought at one point that we're going to learn about this kid starting the Kingsman. Uh, the Kingsman. The Kingsman. Whatever you want to call it. The Kingsman. Um, but they don't. We don't. Because he gets killed in battle. Unceremoniously, too. Like, doing something heroic. Um, where And right before that, he was, like, realizing the horrors of war and his dad was right. It's terrible, and he actually survives only to be killed. Ooh, I didn't want to run that over. I don't know what it was. Uh, so that was, that was like, I was like, I thought he was going to be the big breakout star of the movie, and I was wrong. It, it ended up being Ray Fiennes. Uh, and seeing Ray Fiennes do action, I guess they, that's why Rasputin cured his leg. I don't know, I guess. Uh, but that didn't matter. We, get, we end up um, in this big battle scene where this guy who was in the shadows the whole movie comes out and reveals himself to be like the second in command to one of the British soldiers one of the British generals Uh, he was always there like perhaps we should get in the battle perhaps we should wait till the end of the war but really he was a Scotsman in the shadows the whole time and he's really pulling all the strings Uh, when the when this English boat was was blowed all the way up by a torpedo you think he died with it, but instead... And I kind of forgot about him. And instead, he uh, he was on a boat. He got off the boat in time on a little dinghy. So when it showed it was him, I was like, oh, it was him. I wasn't like, oh, my God, it's him. I just was, oh, it's him. That's kind of, that, that was like, ah. It wasn't that it was in the, in the, in the uh, sense of the movie. It makes sense. But in the weight that it was giving of given of like where who is this man we don't see his face at all I was like oh I think I remember yeah, that's that guy okay okay all right so that was kind of like you know meh. but some fun fighting uh, it's it Matthew Vaughn has a real good style for certain things he can do like some shots where he we see that in, in, in Spain, well, when Franz Ferdinand is get, going to get assassinated, we see the guy making the bomb, and the, and the shot pulls out from his, the window of the room he's in, and it 
turns to the parade and it zooms right in to Ray Fiennes with the guy playing Franz Ferdinand uh, and um, that was just a cool shot there's a lot of cool shots like that that Matthew Vaughn can do he's got a good style he's a very capable director who I don't know if he's got like a oh this is a Matthew Vaughn movie or if whenever you see a Matthew Vaughn movie you know it's in capable hands um, I don't know and I don't think this movie did that great in in the box office and I think a lot of it had to do with maybe it wasn't you know the actors we know maybe uh, Egerton whatever his name is who played Eggsy uh, you know maybe he is a bigger draw I don't know I'm not sure how the second one did it didn't do great in the States but again it came out at the end of 2021 where not I guess movies were still back you had to be Spider-Man to really do get people to go back to the theaters you know nowadays it's Spider-Man Marvel or goddamn Tom Cruise which is ridiculously breaking all records but I, I um, I'm not talking about that movie I'm talking about uh, The King's Man and it not being in the movie and they ended the movie so they kill the bad guy they're on the top of this this, can, this devil's canyon thing where they're like how do we get off of this they never show us how they get off but he meets with the king of England in the, in the end and he's like you know thank you for saving England you saved my throne because I think about what happened to my cousins I guess um, the guy in uh, Russia was Germany they, they were assassinated right I don't know one guy abdicated his throne. The other one abdicated it to Stalin. And then his whole family got assassinated, Nicholas II. Uh, I think. I could be getting that wrong. I'm just kind of... I was, I was trying to understand what's going on while I'm watching it, thinking, I don't know anything about history. People who are watching this who know everything about history are probably like, oh, that's interesting how they're explaining that. Me, I'm like, oh, okay. Who's that bald guy? That's Stalin? Oh, right. I thought Stalin was the guy who was the guy who was the, the bad, the, the evil ski, skier from Better Off Dead. That's Roy Stalin. So the movie ends and he, he's like, you know, you're in, you're in debt to your country. What can you do? You know, what can we do for you? He's like, well, there is one thing. Meet me at the Kingsman, the tailor's shop. So he bought the tailor shop uh, and he, oh, it's funny, the, 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 the king of England says, you know, I even had to change my, my, German surname. I'm going by Windsor now. Isn't that what all the the Britain the Brit isn't Charles Windsor? Aren't they all Windsors now? I think I don't know. Uh, I was born in America and I was educated by the American uh, education system, uh, which meant that you could get a lot out of it if you put a lot into it, or, or you can get enough out of it if you're me. Um, where was I? Oh, so he's like, meet me at the Kingsman. He show up at the Kingsman, and he's like. I want to start a secret service. We're going to call ourselves the Kingsman because that's the name of the tailor shop. So he was the King's man and he goes to the tailor called the Kingsman. And now that's where he's going to make his base of operation going forward. It was just a tailor in this movie until the end. But we see, um, we see that Archie dude, Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson, he's part of the Kingsman. And we see, uh, Diamond Huntsu. We see the, the King of England, they all have these code names that are, are Arthurian. Is that what you call? You know, ooh, that kid had a Michael Jackson hat on from like uh, Billy Jean. I just walked by. It's just a kid, random Michael Jackson, Billy Jean hat. Um, he's just walking by as I'm driving all my dinner home. So 
what I didn't mention was at the beginning, 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 the kid uh, talked about how my father's author, your Merlin, who was um, who was uh, Jaiman Huntsu, and then years later Merlin becomes Mark Strong. So there's that tie where these are their secret code names that they get passed down over the generations. So that okay, that makes sense. Uh, Lancelot, um, Guinevere, or I don't know, I don't know all these words. Um, uh, 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 Aladdin, Jafar, I believe. Um, uh, was the one of the guys? I couldn't. I, those are the first names I could think of. I was trying to come up with clever names. It didn't quite work. Um, but I know I could say the code name um because I say um more than any other word in this podcast. So we. Oh, and also there, I forgot to mention Stanley Tucci because Stanley Tucci plays an American. Uh, he plays the uh, ambassador to England, to America, whatever. The American ambassador in England. He's in England. He tries to get killed, and that there's a. It ties into the movie. He's assassinated by the same woman who tries to blackmail the the president. There's a lot going on. It's not a great movie. I can tell it's not a great movie. But there's still some fun moments. It's an enjoyable act. There's some good action, some enjoyable moments. I still, like, enjoyed myself, even though I knew that I'm watching something that isn't, like, um, great. Where I really liked the first Kingsman, and I liked the second Kingsman. This one was a little, just maybe, I think it was the plotting. There's so many, we gotta go from here. No, we gotta do this. Now that didn't work, now we gotta do this. Big fan of Ray Fiennes. Uh, he's just a solid actor. So what do you, you know, what do you, what, what do you, you're going to get a good performance out of him. And I, from what I saw, I said, oh, this is the box office stuff I was talking about. It didn't do great at the box office, but there is a chance. But I did see this talks of a sequel. Now here's the thing. Well, what I read is it's a sequel to the original Kingsman. So we're going back to Eggsy, going back to Colin Firth to have their tale be done. I don't know if they're just going to continue trying to make this a world with, uh, like, was there a TV show that's going to be, that was going to be involved maybe too? The Servicemen? Is that the American version? The Servicemen? I could be way off. I don't remember. I just remember Channing Tatum was an American version of the Kingsman. We met them in part two. Uh, where was I? So I don't know if we're going to get a sequel to this version of the Kingsman, but they did give you a little little Easter egg at the end, a little like mid-credit scene. I gotta tell you, it doesn't have to lead to a sequel. It could just lead to, oh, here we go. Here's what happens next in American history or world history. Because um, there's this German guy who was working in the shadows, who's Daniel Bruhl, who you've seen in Marvel stuff. And he's like, he's talking to Stalin. He's like, I want to tell you who is coming next in the German hierarchy. He will be, he will rival you from Germany. And this young guy comes in with a big, big mustache, a big mustache. That is interesting. And he's like, oh, he's like, nice to meet you. I am, I am Stalin. I am, you know, Mr. Stalin. What the hell's Stalin's name? Oh, my God. Karl Marx and Joseph Stalin. He's like, hello, Joseph Stalin. I am Adolf Hitler. That's my job. I don't know what the hell that was. He goes, I am Adolf Hitler. I, I knew it was Hitler coming in. I was expecting the tiny little Charlie Chaplin mustache. Didn't get that. You know, the little Michael Jordan mustache. Didn't get that. So we got the, the his big swooping Tom Selleck type mustache. But he goes, I am Adolf Hitler. And he should have said, nice to meet you, Hitler. Your mustache is too big. You must do something about it, Hitler. 
oh, and then Hitler gets all self-conscious from that meeting, and he starts shaving the mustache a little a little bit on the left, a little bit on the right. He's like, oh, too much. It's uneven. So he keeps going. He keeps trying to make it even until it's too late. It's, this, it's the Hitler mustache. And he's like, well, I guess I'll wait for it to grow back. Then everybody loves it, and he's like, oh, I'm going to keep this. I don't know where I went with that, but... That's the end, the big, the ending of like Hitler. This is how we get Hitler involved. It could, it literally doesn't have to lead to anything because we know what happens to the world at that point. So the sequel can safely go back to Colin Firth and to Eggsy Taron Egerton. I don't know. I'm getting his name wrong. Maybe I'm getting it right. Who knows? Enjoyable movie. You know, big action adventure uh, fair. You actually don't have to see any of the prequel, any of the other movies to see this. You can see this as its own, and the nods to the originals are just the just nods that, that aren't like that they don't need to be explained from the original movies. So if you could see, if you saw this one alone, it's fine. You could actually see this one first. This actually acts as a true prequel, where it doesn't go like oh that's a, you know you could see that, but again as a prequel. Nothing is talked about in the original movies that you go, look at, there it is. It's all original to this movie. I don't think, I don't know, but I don't even know if Mark Miller wrote a comic about this. I don't think he did. I read some of the Secret Service stuff. It was actually called Secret Service. It wasn't even called Kingsman. The original comic book was called Secret Service, right? Wasn't it? I think so. It's been a long time. Uh, but that's it, my friends. And timing works perfectly because I'm almost home with dinner I can smell my burgers. We got garlic knots, too, which I can't wait to try. Um, So I'm going to close up shop here. This is one of my longer ones, I think, just because I was in the car all this time. What are you going to do? Except talk. I told my wife, listen, I'm doing something very important, so please don't call me while I'm in the car. Unless it's an emergency. She hasn't called me, so everything's fine. Uh, And I am, like, seconds away from my home. I'm back in my neighborhood turning on to my street as we speak. Uh, so listen, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Geek Mentality. Or you can find me driving the streets talking into a handheld recorder while I while I, um, you know, pick up dinner. The website is fans.experts.com and the Facebook page is Fans Not Experts. Every Movie Month post is also found on my Letterboxd. Look for Geek Mentality on Letterboxd. Uh, and there's every movie month has its own playlist on Spotify. If you look up Fans Not Experts Movie Months, going back to uh, 2017, I haven't filled them all in yet because when I moved podcast services, some of the old podcasts still are just linking to MP3s on the website. But I have almost all of 2017 there. Uh, and 2018, 2019, you know, 20, 21, 22, everyone has their own playlist on Spotify if you want to check that out. Uh, but that's it, my friends. I am now officially in my driveway. So that means I am now officially done podcasting. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Day 18 is in the books. My goodness gracious. We're almost done the second 10. It's like I think of these as chunks of 10. One, two, and three. And we're almost two-thirds of the way through this for the ninth year. I realize when it all said and done, it'll be the 270th movie. Uh, and next year will be the 300th movie, and I'm gonna. I plan on making a giant photo, maybe a poster of every image I've ever done, going back to 2014. I love it. 
Thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing. I said it already. And I just love uh, catching up on movies. That's what this is all about. So until tomorrow, my friends, here is my burger and my wife's chicken sandwich and garlic knots. And also, here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Cause I'm kinda funny and awesome I think that I'm worth your time And I'm kinda handsome My mom says Please listen and Please subscribe At least listen to this episode That's not experts